speed. I want to hear you make some noise. US 131 Motorsports Park. What you like most about drag racing? We are live right now with Modified to the Lanes. Welcome to US 131 Motorsports Park Drag Racing Podcast. Strap in and hang on for all the latest news, results, and happenings from the fastest quarter-mile track in the world. Gary and Justin will offer different perspectives for what's going on at the track and highlighting different drivers and events along the way. This week, we'll be covering... Well, obviously, the SFG race that happened just this last weekend, the FTI Summer Shootout. Uh, there was there was a lot of cars on on the grounds here this weekend. I know I was a part of it. Mm-hmm. Also have some results of of yet again local guys doing really well at other racetracks. Now we're going yep. to be talking a little bit about Mid Michigan Motorplex Moneymaker Series, as well as the No Box Bracket Challenge points, and a little bit from Osceola, and as well as Muncie Dragway. Yep, we got some updates from uh, other tracks where our. Uh... Local racers ended up this last weekend that didn't go to the SFG race. Yep, and we will be having our discussion on on some of the teams and, and who's involved and what, are, what the teams are, and we've got a, a special guest coming on. I think, I think our guest is probably our biggest fan that we have right <laughs> now, and it, it may be our only fan, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nevertheless, uh, we, we do have a, an exciting show yep. planned for you. And we'll talk about what's coming up. This episode is presented by the 5th Annual Bottom Bowl Bash and Junior Dragster Bonanza, August 2nd through the 5th. This race has grown every year, and in return, Jason Peterson is up the ante. This year is no different. New for 2018, four days of racing, with a test and tune Thursday and a gambler's race Friday, Saturday, Sunday will be a 5-10-5 format for a pre-entry price of just $275 for all three days. Double entries are allowed and will be run on the 8th mile. On the Junior Dragster Bonanza side, the race features 500 to win on Saturday and Sunday, two classes, a warm-up race on Friday as well as a bonus index race on Saturday. It wouldn't be the bottom bowl bash without a pit vehicle race. Watch out for that to break out after racing is over on Saturday. Check out the 131 MSP Facebook page for the flyer and all the details, man, Gary, I, I love that race every year, and and like you you know like you just said, it, it's grown every year. It's had great support every year, and it, you know it just the the reach gets just a little further and a little further each year, and you know in return, Jason is his throwing some more money into it. Mm-hmm. So so it's one day longer this year? One day longer, yeah. there will be a, in the past. There'll be a test and tune on Thursday. Thursday with maybe a gambler's with a, race. With a, it's a, it'll be a $2,000 to win gambler's race. Oh. So it, that'll that'll kick off. I don't I don't have the flyer right in front of me. It'll kick off Thursday evening, you know, just to get down the track mm-hmm. and, and you know, get a feel for things and everything else. Anything for juniors on Thursday? Not, nothing on Thursday. I think they just can be part of the test and tune. Mm-hmm. But and then Friday, there you know the the five grand the right? five grand warm up or whatever however mm-hmm. you want to call it will happen and and we'll we'll roll on from there. There'll be lots of money to give away, you know, for for guys hitting it off the the bottom, you know, no box side of things, and you know, tr- foot brake and trans brake are both welcome. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a there's a complete flyer on the on the Facebook page with all the details. 
and you know, sh- share this race with your friends. I, I mean, it's like I, like we said, it has definitely grown every single year that that we've had it. This is the fifth one and the fifth time that the you know the purse has increased. Now, this Bottle race is also a stop for the No Box Breck, a challenge, correct? Yes, it is. So yes, it is. So will they count days, all three days? Or? I believe they will. I believe all three days count towards their points. The I don't, I, I don't think the Gamblers race on Thursday does. That's just a, a mm-hmm. chance to get warmed up. And yep. if you can get the day off of work, come on out, race for two grand. And, and if you can't, you know, show up after work and hang out and and uh, enjoy your time here. So mm-hmm. this weekend. We had a whole lot of money getting slung around. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The the SFG guys were in town for the summer shootout presented by FTI. Uh, The FTI guys were here. Um, All the Williams boys were here. Mm -hmm. And and Kenny Underwood and and the whole crew was here. And Okie Dokie from Overkill Motorsports, he had a whole crew here. Um, You know, basically it really was the who's who of big money bracket racing on the property this weekend. Yeah, I saw cars from all over the country. Florida, oh, yeah. Florida, Florida, Georgia, Georgia, uh, South Carolina. Um, I don't know if anybody from Alabama came up, mm-hmm. but there there were definitely a, a lot of people coming from a long ways away. I know that we parked next to some people from Texas, mm-hmm. so that they it, it took them you know twenty hours to get here. Any idea on the car count? It, it was lighter than the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Friday may have been just under 300 cars, and then Saturday and Sunday was was more than 300, but I'm not sure they made it to 350. Okay. So not 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 quite as good as they would have liked, but all in all, it was it was a good weekend. We had a little little bit of weather challenges on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a storm front come through and just drop some rain on us, and <laughs> the track was dry. Everything was looking good. And that that cloud redeveloped right over our heads, and it started raining again oh. just as soon as uh, cars were called back to the staging lanes so on how, Saturday. How late did it go on Saturday night? Saturday night, it, it wasn't terrible. It really wasn't. It, yeah. it, I think that the shootout got over somewhere around 12 or 12.30. Okay. So not horrible, not horrible at all. Gave, gave guys a little bit of time to hang out and uh, sip a few pops and, mm-hmm. you know, do... You know, do the things you do after racing gets over with. <laughs> oh, he's nice. So, you know, it, it's talking about results. Uh, Brad Walters showed up and he uh, he was doing really well. He got close on Thursday. He did. Right? Yep he he lost sixth round in the twenty k on Thursday and throwing down really good laps. And if I remember right, just got beat on a good run. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't anything. That you know, it wasn't like he was late, and it wasn't like he was way off the dial, and he just he he just got beat on a good run, which these kind of races it's going to happen. Yeah. So you know, and when the when the dust settled, Kirby McLennan, he's he he's he's from Michigan, mm-hmm. from Temperance, Michigan. Yeah, we've he's, seen him here before. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's got a fast drag, running four thirties. Mm-hmm. He ended up winning the twenty k, beat Lee Newmeyer in the final of that. Okay. And Newmeyer was here last year and got runner up and one of, on the Sunday of the bottom ball bash. Oh, okay, that guy. Yep, that I, guy I in, the, in the that. Vega. Yep, he got runner yeah. up, and Friday, he he had two entries going really deep. Newmeyer did, mm-hmm. and and didn't quite get it done. But Lane Ledford, mm-hmm. from not too far up the road in Stanton, 
cashed in for fifty grand. The Friday Lane night. Ledford. The Lane Ledford. The the former junior dragster. Former junior dragster driver. Yep. The, the uh, and, all state basketball player. Lane yeah, Ledford. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, I mean the the Ledford drag racing in the Ledford family runs extremely deep, and and it shows that the the next generation is is at least as tough as the previous generation. The picture was great. Oh, it was. It was awesome. He beat Jose Diaz in the final. Mm-hmm. The doctor. Dr. Diaz. <laughs> and 50 grand around. Yeah. That's fantastic. That was, that was awesome. That was really nice to see Lane doing something good. You know what? We can claim him as a local boy. You know, well, he's... Sure. We'll, we'll claim him, absolutely. <laughs> Certainly Michigan. Absolutely. And then Donnie Hagar beat Tim Prim in the final in no box. So that was it was good to see, you know, some of our local guys showing out there. Yeah, and that then, was uh, Friday as well. That was Friday as well. Wow. Yep. Tim doing really well. And Tim Donnie. showing up doing really well. Good. And that's it for Friday, Saturday. Um, Bernie Vanderplug was doing really well. He uh, started calling him the Giant Slayer because he <laughs> was knocking down. I mean, some of the best of the best anywhere in mm-hmm. bracket racing. Wow! And he, I mean, I know I, I'm I'm going off of memory here. It seems like he was six or seven total one round, and then the next round he he staged up against Kenny Underwood, mm-hmm. who's one everything. Sure. everything there is to win. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in the last six weeks, he's probably won anywhere between a hundred and $150,000 mm-hmm. since he left here the last time. Yeah. Probably and, races for a living. right? Oh yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Bernie laid down two total. against him. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> he don't care. He's not scared. of anybody. Nope, he is not. Good so job, Bernie, you know, your team Gary car yeah. showing up doing really well. Yep. And when the dust settled Saturday, nasty Nick Hastings, mm-hmm. a dude is is extremely talented, extremely talented. He had six sixteen painted on the window the entire day, mm-hmm. and I wow. know he was holding three, probably four numbers mm-hmm. at six sixteen. Yep, it's a Pontiac T one thousand. Looks almost exactly like a Chevette, but they are very serious that it's a Pontiac T one thousand. Okay, okay. <laughs> and he beat uh, Matt Dattis in the he semi, beat, right? Yep, he beat Matt Dattis in the final of door cars on right. probably one of the best races of the weekend. Oh, I mean Nick, this is this is going off of memory again. Nick was one dead six, mm-hmm. and Dattis was seven dead two. Wow, like yeah. it was two thousand to seven, the finish seven line. Seven to nine. Yeah. I mean that it just unbelievable race, Jeez. especially you know especially for a couple of young door car drivers right. you know that they 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 definitely showed up and and either one of those runs probably would have, I mean they, I know it beat the dragster final both of them mm-hmm. so yeah take that for what you will <laughs> and then <laughs> Nick, Nick beat Gene Lampshire in the hundred k Gene okay. won a, a shootout race. On Thursday, and oh. then made it to the final of the hundred k. Wow! And got runner up. He was doing okay. really well. And the, the funny thing, a little quick side story about Gene Lampshire's car. I think that is a ninety five. It's a ninety five hardtail car. What? It still has an MSD seven AL two in it, which mm-hmm. is an old ignition box. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the guys doing the the teching. You know, at, at, at a certain number of cars, they go through and, and look over everybody's car. He said that thing still has glass fuses in it. <laughs> so a lot of a wow. lot of uh, vintage parts on Gene Lampshire's ride, but it, it, rod. it didn't matter. He was doing really well. Yeah. And let's see. Oh, Saturday night. 
Now, the racing for a hundred grand gets pretty serious. Mm-hmm. They threw together a sixty-four car shootout on on Friday and Saturday, but the Saturday night edition, we we up in the house, in the tower, and, and I'll give Jake Hodge a lot of credit for it. Uh, came up with an idea to do a burnout contest. Mm-hmm. Now we were going to do a first round of the sixty-four car shootout. Mm. Now it's a two hundred fifty dollar entry. You got to go a few rounds to even get your money back. Yeah, but it's it's an eighty five hundred dollar to win, so it's seven thousand dollars to win plus an entry into the SFG five hundred. Okay, so for the shootout race. for the shootout race. Yep. yep. Well, kind of kind of last minute kind of turn of events. They offered a time trial to everybody in the shootout, so mm-hmm. we decided, yeah, it's probably better to do this burnout contest. We we'll yeah. get more participation in a time run. Yeah, that made sense. Plus, if you're going to overheat your tires, oh yeah, let's not do it during eliminations. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. Now, I think I think Tim Prim was the first one to to participate, and he threw it down in a big way. <laughs> yeah. I, and <laughs> I, he he. Uh, he he was on the line lock for a long time and just roasting the Goodyears <laughs> on the back of that Cuda, and he, he threw it down. I mean, he, there was a ton of smoke. He mm. carried it out as far as he could, but it did come out of the box a little bit sideways. I don't know yeah. how he kept it off the wall. I know his finger got tangled up in the steering wheel at one point and busted his knuckle open. And <laughs> he, he was telling me about it the next day and just just laughing. He said it was a hoot. It's, it was a really good time. Ooh, tore up the tires and bloodshed as well. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> so rough. It was. And then, you know, there was a couple others that tried, and it really takes a lot of horsepower to get the tires lit and keep them lit beyond the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. It, it really does. Especially without front brakes. Right. Yeah. Right. So Sean Parker rolled up mm-hmm. in Shenane. Mm-hmm. Now, Gary, this car is not a cheap bracket car. <laughs> not no. by any means. No, it's t- state of the art. To, to, to cut a check for this car, you're not quite to six figures, I don't think, but it's awful darn close. Wow. Mm-hmm. So... Sean rolls up and he stops ahead of the water box a little bit and he, he, he eases into the throttle. You can tell he's not on the three step and he lets it eat Mm -hmm. and it goes and he's going and going. He had the tires lit past the three (laughs) 30. I mean, smoke rolling off of them. There's a really neat picture that Chris Simmons caught and just long smoky burnout. It, he, it took him till a thousand foot to stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he starts backing up. Jenny Lidzegnik jumps over the wall at about the eighth mile oh. and is his backup girl mm-hmm. and is just on a dead sprint trying to back him up straight. <laughs> <laughs> he gets all the way backed up and Jenny Lynn is literally doubled over out of breath. I mean, hanging on the wall. Hanging on the wall. Yep. And, and hands down, Sean Parker won. Yeah. Now, yeah. there were a couple of honorable mentions. There was a couple oh, guys yeah. that... Yeah, Jeff Sarah and Caleb Ellison, they both made it almost to 330, but mm-hmm. the, it wasn't close. Lucas Walker participated in the Mustang, the yeah. mid 550. How far car. did uh, Scotty Taylor get? Scotty didn't get real far, no. but I, I mean, he tried. He was, he may have been a couple hundred feet out, but he, <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he was. He got traction. He, yeah, he, he, he was not a contender. Okay. Let's say that. But it was a $400 FTI gift certificate to there the winner. So Sean Parker picked that up for his efforts and put yeah. on a heck of a show in the process. Oh, that's fun. What a blast. And then Sunday, really, nobody locally did too much Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going off of memory here, but uh, Champ, Stephen McCrory, 
beat John D. Piazza in the final for 50 K. Okay. So very good. Couple, a uh, couple well-known drivers on the, on the big money bracket racing scene doing real well uh, for 50 K on Sunday. Yeah. I think I heard Jake say something late in the afternoon on Sunday about another shootout race. Oh yeah. He said uh, <laughs> Jason Peterson spun right around and looked at him. Yep. Yep. No, not, that was not into that. That was just to get his attention. I, I know. Just a good joke. <laughs> Moving into results from elsewhere, Gary, you've yeah, uh, spent well, some time on this. The, the uh, SFG race wasn't the only big race in, in the state uh, for bracket racers. The bottom bowl racers could go up to the uh, mid-Michigan Motorplex and be part of that uh, moneymaker race. They had uh, three days up there, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But we had some locals do pretty well. Oh, yeah? Yep. Stan Jones uh, won on Friday night in a $2,000 race. He... Uh, 003 and a tree, 15 total over Jeff Green, who, oh, was, no who had a 38 light. So Yeah, that's, what we, say we about know what that, that is. Hey? But uh, Jeff Green getting to the final with Stan, that was kind of cool. Scott Overcamp was in the semis. Uh, Ron Hager made it to the quarters that night on Friday. Okay. And uh, Stan laid down a perfect light in the midst of all that. Oh, no kidding. Yep. On Saturday, the 5K race, Tracy Mutchner made it to the semifinal. Uh, Andy Colvin made it to the quarters with eight left. Tracy had the uh, the truck and the Opal up there. And uh, he said he won thirty. He went some thirty plus rounds with that, with those two vehicles. He had. A, he also had a perfect light on Saturday, and he said, uh, Tracy said he left with more money than he came with. Well, that's always a good thing. Yeah. Then on Sunday, Michael Rourke Jr. won over Al Briscart. Al made it to the final. Stan Jones had another perfect light on Sunday. No kidding. Yeah. So he was doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so they all went to. That was a uh, no-box bracket challenge points race also. Okay. So for those uh, coming out of that, uh, the first place, you know, the, the locals doing well in that no-box bracket challenge 18-race series. There's seven stops at four different tracks. Okay, so multiple-day events. Yep, and so those are all counted. And uh, Stan Jones is leading. He's leading modified here, and he's also leading the no-box bracket challenge points. Oh, good for Stan. Phil Robleski's in second place. Scott Overcamp's in fifth place. Uh, Al Burchard is in sixth place. Tracy is in seventh. Uh, in twelfth, it's a tie between Dan Gorby and Jeff Green. Uh, Scott McKinney's in sixth, seventeenth place, I believe. Andy Colvin moved from thirty-fifth up to nineteenth. Wow, Ma Andy making good, a big jump. Good weekend. And there's 52 entries in this thing. No kidding. And, and, and what do we got there? Some 10 of them or yeah. in the one, top two, 20? Three, four, five, six, Less than that. Nine of them. Nine, mm -hmm. nine of our local racers. And it's probably out of, what, maybe 10 or 12 local racers that participate in the whole series? Yeah. You know what they're I mean? They, and well. they're all doing really well. They're all doing well, I think, yeah. So the next uh, no-box bracket challenge race is our bottom bowl bash. Oh, good deal. 3rd, 4th, and 5th of August. Look forward to the Carbones rolling back into town. They mm -hmm. kicked off the race series here the beginning of May right. for our two-day race, and then mm -hmm. they will be back the beginning of August for their second stop here, and they have a good time. They they do a lot of neat stuff and, and have a lot of giveaways, and and they do they do a lot of neat stuff with us. Yeah. Uh, Osceola Raceway had... Uh, had a race on Sunday. That's just south of the border, right? Yep. And uh, Joe Wright and the, the uh, was it Rightway Construction? Is that white, his business? Rightway Construction Monza. Yeah, the White Monza. He was the modified winner on Sunday. Yeah, good for Joe. How about that? All the way to the end. Yeah, Joe. Uh, Joe's been at it for quite a while. I first met Joe uh, racing at Osceola one time, and mm -hmm. you know, it, it, he's a nice guy. He's, he's willing to help anybody out, and good mm -hmm. to see him 
back in the winter circle. Yeah, he's doing good. He, it seemed to be the right fit. Everything worked on Sunday for him, so he came out on top. I noticed that uh, uh, Doug, let's see. Yeah, Dick Matika, maybe some others went down to Muncie Dragway. Okay, what was but, going uh, on down at Muncie? I had a chance to talk to Dick, and they had uh, a quick eight door car thing, and they had a quick eight open wheel, what they call open wheel. Okay. So that would include roadsters. And, Ro roadsters, right? too. I suppose. Okay. But uh, Dick was number two qualifier. He had a 424. He's, he's backing off on the nitrous. He says that engine's living a little better than the dragster. Well, you don't say. How about that? All makes sense. <laughs> but the, uh, the guy that uh, was down there was... Nick Ferry, ever heard of him? I've not it's heard a, of Nick It's Ferry. a supercharged dragster, top dragster car. I think he's been here for iCherry race before. Okay. He laid down a 397 to lead the, no kidding. Lead the charge. And so I don't think uh, Doug, uh, Matika did any any real good in that uh, quick eight race, but he had his had baby down there too, his roadster, right? Okay. Fa Fastbucks roadster. Yep. He got down to the final six on Sunday. Oh, no kidding. Good he's for Dick. Pro. Now, that's a, that's a tricky track to race at. Oh yeah, you we been went, there. We went down there last fall, and if you, when you're standing on the starting line, the track, each lane is 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 level. Mm -hmm. You get down to the eighth mile finish line, and one lane is about a foot and a half higher than the <laughs> other one. I'm, I'm not even kidding you. That's not an there's, exaggeration. Are separated by a, there is a median a, or something. Yeah, there is an elevation difference at the finish line. Now hmm. it, it's it's all concrete, so it, it does go right across. Yeah, up until the eighth mile finish line. After that, there's a grass median between the two lanes. Yeah. So okay. and then there's okay. there's turnoffs, but it mm. it's a it's a tricky track to race at. Yeah. Be, and and because of that, now the, the track surface itself is 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 good. I mean, mm -hmm. the, going down the track is nice and smooth. They always prep really good. You know, yeah. I, I I never had I didn't have an issue when I went down there last fall mm -hmm. with any kind of traction or anything, but it just it, it's a it's definitely an interesting place to race at. Yeah, well, I've been there, but it's been forty years ago. And oh I, yeah, I don't remember it, but still going strong down there. It's down by, uh, I guess, in uh, Albany, Indiana. Yep, yep, just off of I sixty nine by uh, Fort Wayne. Oh, okay. So it's just south of Fort Wayne there. Not too far off. Of, uh, that's a couple hour drive. Not yep. too bad. I wonder who was running the place because Scott Daniels oh. and his family was up here. There's for the SFG race, a new that, couple on the website. It mentioned the new couple that took it over oh, five years ago, maybe. That's Scott and Don Daniels. Yeah. They they run Muncie Dragway, but okay. they were up here. Well, uh, they must have had somebody running running it for mm -hmm. them while they were hanging out up here. Yep. Must have some good help. Oh, yeah, must be. But they, uh, I noticed on the website they're having a junior dragster race down there on Labor Day weekend, paying yeah. 2500 bucks on yep. Saturday and Sunday. Big money big money wow. race for the juniors down there. And that's that's Triple O, triple o Promotions, uh, Greg Dillman and Alan Neff. Hmm. They put on the No Box Nationals that I'm rather fond of. Right. And they, they do an awesome job promoting. And I we we have a, a points race that weekend here. Mm -hmm. However, you know, if, if, if we didn't, there's a pretty good bet we would be supporting that race. And, mm -hmm. and if... If anyone's, yeah. you know, either checked out of the points or it has a lead by more than what those last two races can yeah. anybody can catch, check out that race. Mm -hmm. they, they do a great job with everything. It'll be your favorite race of the year. Yeah. 2500 a day for juniors. That's that's one class I take it. Um yes, and they and the, I I I've seen the flyer before and it seems like they do they do try to keep you know, like 1190 cars separate, separate as long as they can yep. and, and mix the 890 and 790 cars up. Yeah. So, Interesting. 
Well, that's going to do it for results. And we are going to talk to probably our biggest fan. And, and mm-hmm. maybe maybe not, but I, I think so. <laughs> um, He's been with us right from the start. He has. I think the first feedback came from yeah, and this it, gentleman. And it did. Yep. We're going we're gonna to get Matt Davis on the phone. And talk with him a little bit about Team Chicken Slayer. Yeah, let's, let's see what this is all about. Yep. How you doing, Matt? I'm good, Gary. How are you doing? Great, great. Now, we uh, we got to talking this last weekend at the SFG race, and you made a comment to me about how you wanted to set the record straight on something that we had talked about on the podcast when we mentioned that your dad had gotten married. And somebody yeah. got on video you running out of the woods with a beer in your hand, looking like you were late to the wedding. Yeah, the music yeah. had started. They were all looking for Matt, and here he comes running down the hill. Now, what's that all about? <laughs> well, guys, uh, the parking situation was fairly tight at the venue that the wedding was at. So I was up for parking cars still, helping to direct traffic to park cars. And uh, I was told that I had 15 minutes before the ceremony started. About the time I got the last person parked, uh, my phone rang and my brother-in-law called and said, your dad and Terry are on shore and we are ready to start the ceremony. <laughs> so I proceeded to run about an eighth of a mile uh, from where I was parking cars down, down the road and uh, down a big hill to the lake there. And in the midst of being completely beside myself that I was late for my own father's wedding, I forgot that I had an adult beverage in my hand at the time. It was very hot. I was trying to stay hydrated and cool. And, and it, it just kind of slipped my mind until Dad gave me a look like, hey, what the heck are you doing, buddy? And then it hit me. And, uh, of course, you know, my good buddy Dave Lorenz was at the wedding. And uh, he proceeded to have all that on video, which I did not know at the time. So the entire world got to see me late for uh, my own father's wedding, which That's good. All right. Well, I guess that's your story. I well, saw what I saw on video. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll leave that up to uh, our listeners. Well, at least he didn't have lipstick smeared all over his face. <laughs> that's right. That, that would have been tough to explain. That's right. So <laughs> when we were talking, you know, at the racetrack the other night, um, we had talked about, you know, a little bit about the teams and we'd had this conversations before, you know, there are, there's some, there's some organized teams that race here on a weekly basis. And you happen to represent one of those teams and Team Chicken Slayer. Now, tell yep. us a little bit about Team Chicken Slayer and, and how it came to be and, and who all's on Team Chicken Slayer. Well, as, as anyone who's raced at the track in the last few years knows, us, us door car guys in Top ET, we, we, all, we call the dragsters chicken. It's <laughs> like chicken when you meet one. Right, yep, right. Exactly. And uh, probably about two or three, probably three years ago at this point, um, Dave Lorenz was going some rounds and he, he was beat to do a race and uh, he got down to, I don't know, I'm going to say it was maybe 16 cars. And so I was up front during my crew chief's uh, duties with Dave and I look around and it's 15 drafters and Dave Lorenz. <laughs> and I thought, wow, this can't be good. And uh, another round goes by and Dave wins. And another round goes by and Dave wins. And I, I want to say he got to the finals that night. He sure got to the semis. And so at the end of the night, and we were back at Dave's trailer, and I said, man, you were a chicken slayer today. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
So that was kind of the start of Team Chicken Slayer. Then yeah. the following week, my dad and Corey both went down to 16 cars, and it was two door cars and two mixers. And I want to say neither of them did quite as well as they did the first night, but Wells Team Chicken Slayer was born. So uh, Okay. Corey Lamb. So we've got, yeah, yeah Corey, Corey Lamb, Lamb and, okay. and your dad, Jim Davis. And, yep. And... Uh, Dave Lorenz. Who else is involved with Team, team Chicken Slayer? Uh, John Smith is part oh, yeah. of Team Chicken Slayer. Oh, yeah. And Bad Brad Walters is part of Team Chicken Slayer. Yep. And we've recently inducted uh, Mike Austin on our no-box side of things for Team Chicken Slayer, just because Mike Austin's a heck of a fun guy to hang out with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Now, you, you do hold regular meetings. Yep, yep, for sure. And what what is your official title with Team Chicken Slayer? You know, I'm just there to help those guys in whatever way they need help. Uh, whether it's checking tires, plugging in battery charges that Steve Bittersweet reminds me constantly of, or getting violence, <laughs> whatever they need me to do, I'm there to help them. All right, that, well, that's good stuff. And uh, I I know that that a part of part of your team and and probably a lot of the other teams. A lot of a lot of beverages are consumed, um, you know, during meetings and and after races and everything else, which is no different than than the past with some of the past teams. Right. So that's that's good stuff. So talking about some of the past teams, um, the the two biggest ones that I can remember, and I was just a kid when when these guys were hanging out, causing a ruckus around the racetrack, was Team Chaos. Captain Charlie Kramer, and you know, there was there was a lot of people involved. Joe Sycama, um, Keith Layton. Uh, probably the nineties. That was yeah, that was in the nineties. Fritz Reynolds, leading up to the renovation. Yeah, okay. pretty much. And uh, Walt Messick, which oh. we we had a Walt sighting this weekend. Walt was hanging out. He was on a business trip. You know, an unexpected business trip. So mm-hmm. he was up at uh, up here at the SFG race. Nice. It was good to see Walt, and you know, so. Keith Layton was part of it, and Michelle used to be Layton, now Taylor. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, she was an honorary member of of Team Chaos. <laughs> and you know, making out the list, it really seems like Team Ace, which is another one of the current teams, is kind of a second generation of Team Chaos. <laughs> so they, there's a lot of the same shenanigans going on, and Team Ace is in. Matt, add in wherever I uh, maybe may have left some people off. Uh, pretty much all the Vandersloots mm-hmm. and the yep. Mods, Chris Wells, Scotty Taylor, Keith Schaefer. Uh, is there anybody else that I missed that you can think of, Matt? Well, to be fair, I want to point out, I'm not sure that we can count Keith Schaefer. Um, I recently saw a video of Keith Schaefer taking an ace sticker off of the back of his rapster. Uh, when there was a possibility we were we were going to let him be an honorary member of Team Ticket Slayer, also the first transfer ever to be a part of our team, and oh. uh, so I, I'm not sure that I don't count Keith Schaefer in that group anymore. Okay, mm, maybe not. Now Keith tried real hard to get into your your group the other day, and we saw we all saw it on Facebook. Yep, but the, he went down in flames in a, in a pretty unanimous vote. Yeah, it's, it's all it's always all in good fun with us. Uh, Absolutely. He's a great guy. We love him in Mark Suda's death. And uh, it was just some of our typical Monday night, Wednesday night shooting again. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't let a dragster driver into well, Team Chicken Slayer, well, can you? Well, you know, when you, go, when you go duck hunting, <laughs> you bring a bunch of decoys with you. 
So when you go chicken hunting, I mean, they're both birds. Why not have exactly a decoy or two? Yeah, that exactly just doesn't right. seem right. <laughs> so, you know, one of, the, one of the old teams that, that used to be around is Team Gus. Get you some. Yeah, that was the Goodsons and Tony Jacobs. And, and I know Jim Davis was part of that one. And those guys had a good time, too. They, they really did. Yep. And I don't know if there was, there was the, the rivalry between Team Gus and Team Chaos. Is there maybe there, a little there bit? There absolutely was. That, that there is today between Team Ace and Team Chicken Slayer? Very mm. much so. Good. Interesting. That, that's good stuff there. Oh, great bunch of guys, and, and it's a, a lot of fun to root for your team, the camaraderie within a team. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, and I've seen it, too. You know, one of the guys has an issue, and and the rest of the team's there trying to help out. I know mm-hmm. Corey Lamb struggled all weekend long with that with Wallace, his truck. And, you know, it. I know... I know you were you were you spent a lot of time over there at, at Corey's pit this weekend, and and I know at one point pretty much both doors, the whole front end of the, and, uh, was off, and the whole truck was jacked up. I think they were changing a flex plate yep. and just issue after issue. And then you know they got it back together, and and Corey did pretty well Sunday. Corey did very well for someone who hadn't been on the track since Thursday, no time trial. Right? Yeah. Uh, did he make and, it to fourth round? He, he did. He got beat fourth round. Okay. Um, oh, one, three his, rounds. His wife, Chris, who's typically his crew chief, but uh, mm-hmm. she didn't know that Corey was going to fix the track, I guess. So she headed back for uh, Chicago there, Kingston, where they live. And uh, so Corey called me Saturday night and said that he decided he was going to race on Sunday and he needed me there. And so I crew chief for him on Sunday. And we were able to put Wallace down through there a couple rounds, and he looked pretty good doing it. Good. Good deal. Good job. Good deal. And just one other team that, that I want to highlight, you know, just, and this is just going off the information that was sent to us uh, when we when we asked for the information. I think you were the first one to get a hold of us on it, Matt. And then uh, Team Loose Cannon is is a bunch of no-box guys. Uh, Brian Boovey, Phil Thompson, Bob DeCheney, Tim Merrick, Alana Thompson. So she's a, she's a junior dragster driver. Mm-hmm. And then Bill Schmidt. And, you know, those guys have a good time. Uh, some of those guys really haven't been doing this that long, and and are starting to <laughs> starting to get things figured out pretty well, and and really going some rounds. Yeah, getting better and better. Oh yeah, that's so, cool. So, so you know, this all makes sense. This team chicken slayer thing, now. Okay, uh, good. A couple, a couple of years back, I went over to the pits after the races, and I had a chance to sit in Dave Lorenz's car. And he even started it up for me while I was in it. It was kind of cool, but I, I kind of looked in the back seat. Chicken bones everywhere. There were chicken bones everywhere. <laughs> now I get it. You get it, huh? Now it all makes sense. Well, I'm glad we could clear Team that up for you. Charter member right there. That's right. Well, Matt, you, uh, let's see, this weekend coming up, you guys you guys have Nellie all lined out, ready to go? Yep. Pops and I spent a few hours in the garage last night, and uh, she should be ready to go. Uh, everybody better think dry hops for the weekend from the weather forecast we've yeah. seen, but... Yeah. Provided that rain holds off, we'll, we'll be there and ready to put some rounds up for hashtag Team Justin this Heck weekend. yeah, that's that's <laughs> what I like to hear. Well, we really appreciate you taking your time, Matt, and talking with us for a few minutes and, and maybe clearing the air a little bit on how, why you showed up late to your dad's wedding with a beer in your hand. But Park, Parking old ladies' cars. Yep. Okay. Well, always always a Boy Scout, aren't you, Matt? Oh, always, always. Good deal. Well, Thank, thank th- you guys so much for having me on, too. I, I really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Good, Great. good. Thank you again, and uh, hopefully, weather permitting, yeah. we'll see you this Let's weekend. Hopefully see you this weekend, man. Yes. 
Absolutely, gentlemen. Have a great night. Thanks. Great. You Thank too. you. Bye now. Well, that was that was a fun interview with Matt. I learned a little bit about you know a couple of the teams, especially Team Chicken Slayer, mm-hmm. and hopefully, hopefully everybody enjoyed that as well. Yeah, just a great bunch of guys getting together, oh, yeah. supporting one another, and, and uh, on and off the track. And it's yep. true with all the teams. It is. It really is. Who else can you root for than the brethren involved in your in your team? It's it, exactly. It, it helps to have some people in your camp. That's yep. for sure. That's fun. Good stuff. So that's going to bring us into well, what's coming up next uh, this weekend is is a, a lane automotive bracket race, right. Right. and the bug runs Sunday. Mm-hmm. So that's open to all German makes. You know the Porsches, the Audis. Mm-hmm. And highlighting the Volkswagens, and I know there's a lot of a lot of guys that have got their 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 Volkswagens just tuned up, ready to go. <laughs> That's great. So. Yeah, regular bracket race on the 21st. Now we know the weather forecast. This is early in the week. We're it's, we're recording here on Tuesday night, and the forecast looks pretty bad, pretty grim. It does, but it could change. It could get better. It's Michigan. It, it, you can't count on a dang forecast until you know hours before. Day before, yeah, best. Yeah. So yeah, and that was that was the case this last weekend. It, mm-hmm. The forecast had kind of gone back and forth a couple times, yeah. and they were forecasting some rain. It seems like Saturday earlier in the week, and then they got rid of it. Mm-hmm. And then Friday afternoon, everything looked good. Friday night, there was a pretty good chance of rain on Saturday. Yeah. And and it it looked like it was coming, and it looked like it was coming, and it just kept breaking up, and then all of, all at once it was it was here. And then it went away, and then it reformed, and it rained mm-hmm. for a little while. But it, it's just Michigan. I yeah. I don't I don't envy the job that the meteorologists have to try to tell us about what to plan on as far as the weather forecast oh, goes. It was quite localized too. You know, we it's here at Spotty here, uh, we had a storm come up over us there in, in Portage Kalamazoo area and dumped about an inch of rain. And that was Saturday Sunday. Night. Oh, Saturday night. Saturday night. Yeah. Well, that weird. never happened here. And then Sunday, mm-hmm. there was like a monsoon just north of the track. Yeah, and just south of the track. Okay, maybe it was Sunday that we. So yeah, it it was it was. I I know I looked at the radar a couple different times on Sunday. Yeah, and it just seemed like the the weather was developing right over our heads, and the rain was not that far away. Yeah, well, when you're retired, every day is a Saturday. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Then uh, all Harley drags the next weekend, the 28th and 29th. Yeah, the AMRA all Harley drags presented by Perry's Harley Davidson. And if it's something you're interested in going to, stop into Perry's, and I believe I believe they have a discount coupon for you there, maybe five dollars off the gate entry, yeah. the gate price, and uh, you know come in check out these. Those guys always have a good time. Yeah, they're the marquee sponsor, right? Yep, <laughs> yep. And the you know the all Harley drags. It's it's it'll be drag racing. It'll be a, a bike show and. You know, it's hard to say into what other kind of shenanigans may go on with a at a Harley gathering. Mm-hmm. So, and then when we turn the page to August, yeah, right away on the second, there it is. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Bottom Bull Bash and Junior Dragster Bonanza, eleventh annual. Oh, How about that? That should be the fifth annual. Okay, then when is uh, when do we? Okay, fifth annual. That is, yeah, that should so be. The give fifth it another annual. six years. It will be That's exactly. But, exactly. Uh, what time on on Thursday? Any idea? I think the gates open maybe at noon. Mm-hmm. Check the flyer just to to be sure, okay. but we and we'll we can get some more information for the next podcast and get get you all the the detailed information for that race. Yeah, and just that. I mean, plan on having a good time. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. Really, is a good time. It's a it's a good fun race. The the kids get to get to race on a on a fairly big stage, which they don't get to do that often. Mm-hmm. And it also gives a, you know, the way that this is run is there's a color of, of no box and then a class of junior directors. 
and then a color of no box and the second class of junior dragsters. Mm. So it, it breaks it up a little bit. Uh, if you've, if you've run a, a strictly no box race before, it's all one class. So yeah. when, when things, when rounds start rolling by, you, you tend to get a little busy, especially, especially if you're double entered mm-hmm. and this way it kind of breaks it up a little bit for you yeah. and gives you some cool down time. gives you some time to, to throw something on the grill or go to the concession stand and get something to eat. I know I don't mm-hmm. generally eat too much on weekends while we're racing just because I don't have time. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, with two juniors, you know, this is going to be a busy weekend. Oh, this is this is going <laughs> to be a, a marathon. Yeah. <laughs> so, and and looking at the weekend after that, the next two weekends are huge weekends. Mm-hmm. It's the US 131 Northern Nationals. Yep. Now, there's going to be a ton of racing that weekend. And mm-hmm. last year, this race set the single-day attendance record for US 131 Motorsports Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and the biggest thing that you need to know about is there's six top fuel cars scheduled to be on the property. That's right. And it, there's nowhere else in Michigan you're going to see that. Mm-hmm. It, the next closest is either going to be Norwalk, Indy, um, or Chicago. Route 66, yeah. Right, and that's a, an NHRA national event, and you cannot mm-hmm. get into an NHRA national event for $35 at the gate. No way. The, the ticket price is 30 uh, for advanced sales mm-hmm. for Saturday. Mm-hmm. And we also have... Two days of lane automotive bracket racing. Yep. And the Mojo Quick 16. And the Mojo Quick 16. There is going to be a ton of racing happening that weekend. Mm-hmm. That's August 10th through the 12th. The, and the I believe the Test and Tune that's on August 10th, the Friday night, right. is only open to those participating for the weekend. Probably so. They usually do it that way. So mm-hmm. the, the track will be prepped uh, better than it typically is on a, on a you know a normal Test and Tune. Yep. Just because there's we're not the street tires are probably going to be limited compared to what is normally there. Right. And then the weekend after that, we need to get some more information on that. The IHRA Sportsman Spectacular, along with the Lane Automotive Bracket Race. So that, in order to get the deal that IHRA is offering, you need to pre-enter. And Mm -hmm. this is just a a heads up. We will will get some more information on that and detail exactly how to do that. So the, the gist of it is you pay for a race on Saturday and you race for Sunday for free so I mean, it, as long as you pre-enter yeah you right. have to pre-enter and it there's a website the process is easy mm-hmm. and your your entry is guaranteed so if if for whatever happens you can't attend um scooter pico said himself he's yep. the vice president of ihra mm-hmm. that if you know no questions asked the 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 entry is fully refundable Wow. So very nice. We will stay tuned for some more information on that. And we will probably the next podcast, maybe the one after, we will have all the detailed information mm-hmm. for this IHRA Sportsman Spectacular presented by Summit. Yep. That's a it's a great race. It's a it's gonna be a big money lane automotive bracket race that weekend. Cause I think if just going off of memory, it seems like it's five grand to win top ET and modified. And twenty five hundred to win set on Sunday mm-hmm. for top ET and modified. So big money That'll for a, a for a bracket race. A lane that is, points race. That is the, those then both and days the, are lane points races. Yes, along with the Summit Sportsman Spectacular. Yep. Now this is uh, of course that'd be uh, Ironman, right? Yep, it should be Ironman. Yeah. The, the, the other thing that goes along with that is contingencies too. Oh. So be sure cool. to check out the contingency postings. Make sure you've got the products and the stickers. On your car, and that's that's where a lot of the sportsman racers make their money. It's not so much on the on the winnings from 
you know, from NHRA or from the, the win in the race, it's the contingency postings that are available. It's nice little checks that come in the mail. Oh, yeah. So that's 17, 18, 19 of August. Yep. That's right in the middle of August. That so this is. August is a, is a solid It is jam-packed. Yep. Mostly two-day or four-day races. Right, right, exactly. So I think that's going to wrap us up, Gary. Yep, sounds like a good one. This is this is episode eleven. Mm-hmm. I know I've had a really good time doing this. Oh, me too. It's been a lot of fun. Me too. We've yeah. gotten to talk to a lot of cool people. I mean, I, yeah. I never thought that I would we would be interviewing a, a jet dragster driver. You know, just a couple <laughs> weeks ago, that was oh. that was a really neat deal. And you know, we've had some some neat guests, and yeah. and just last week we were talking about insurance and and stuff like that. And Eddie Hall was pretty insightful on Very insightful. on I a lot of that stuff. I learned a lot that day. And I hope I hope our listeners did as well. Yeah, and maybe we can uh, leading up to the Northern Nationals, maybe we can get a top fuel driver on oh, here. Oh, wouldn't that be cool? That'd be nice. Stay tuned. There, it it may happen. All right, we've we've got some poll. Cam- Cameron has some poll. We don't have any poll. <laughs> we can find out. So. Thank you so much yep. for tuning in and downloading our, our show. Um, if, if you enjoyed it, please rate us accordingly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, on the on whatever platform you get your podcasts, we are available on SoundCloud, SoundCloud mm-hmm. Apple, and, Google, and Play. Google Play. Very good. And uh, subscribe to us so you can be notified when the new episode drops. We usually try to release these on Wednesdays. And if you have any ideas or suggestions for the show, let us know. Yeah, we can use them. Heck yeah. So thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you this weekend. Have a good week, Justin. All right, you too, Gary. Thanks.